Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. I am breaking out with my favourite song in the background here, Lost. I absolutely love this tune. Um, just been chilling out, just max and relaxing. Tuning on, shooting some meatballs outside of a school and all that jazz. How the fucking devil are we? How are we? Um, I, I'm, 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 do I'm doing okay. I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Um, I'm conscious I haven't spoke to you for a while. Um, I managed to speak to um, my, my good friend um, and he sort of noticed I hadn't been doing the podcast, wasn't as routine as I should be. Um, and, you know, he, he sort of said I felt felt that you'd lost the interest. Um, not really the case to a degree. However, there's a reason why. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and, and we all go through these things. Um, I, I know that it's been tough for me because um, I've reverted back to um, my old ways, focusing on work and succeeding at work and completely shutting everybody out. I really have. I've, I, I know I've done that and, and there's not much I can do. That's that's what's fucking happened. So, um, yeah, I, I've not been. But it's been a, it's been a, it's been a tough, tough couple of weeks. The sun's been out. So I've been battling with a little bit of that time, really reflecting quite heavily um, but it, it all stemmed really, um, it all started um, about two or three weeks ago. Uh, and, and it's going to be a bit of, um, please accept this uh, in, in the spectrum that it's meant. Um, but basically, um, one thing I do I do is I do the, obviously the gentleman's talk. This has started because it's brought me and elevated me so much um, personally in, in, as an individual. It's made me feel amazing. I've been able to talk. Um, I feel like it's nice that people have, you know, there's people out there listening to my story. Um, I'm not unique. There is people out there that, have, that go through a lot worse. But um, I, I do this because um, it helps me. It helps me focus and it helps me process the good, the bad, the ugly, you know. Um, and that's ultimately why I do it. Yes, it is a very private, um, I'm a very, you know, it's a very private issue. Um, and I, I'm conscious I'm speaking out publicly. Um, but it's really just to raise awareness in the fact that we don't need to hide. And and again, I, it's really weird, but you fall into that old spectrum. It doesn't matter where I am on this journey. I've still fallen into my old habits when things are getting a bit tough. It's just, I don't know, I, even though I talk, I'm an advocate and I speak to you. And this is the, this is the weird thing with me, I suppose. And probably there is other people out there that, that will feel the same way. But um, for me, it's kind of, I think... I don't know it's just I don't know it's, it's just sometimes I, I work you know sometimes it's a bit of a battle and even though I can sit there and coax and I can talk and I can give people suggestions and we should all be doing that we should all be doing this um yeah it does work but there is times you, you slip off the wagon and and I don't know it, it just I'm the, the wagon slipped off firmly um and you know I've had a couple of shaky days um but ultimately, what it what it started from for me personally was um, that the I received a, an email from podcast basically saying that they are um, getting rid of um, the, um, the the funded um, podcasts. So I have the gentleman's talk, and then I also do my other one, which is talking about it's another podcast, but it's a premium podcast, uh, which means that you pay uh, one pound, you pay one off payment of nine ninety nine or £10, and then you get to listen to my premium content. By premium content, I go into a little bit more about ADHD because that's what I'm, I'm, I'm living with now and understanding um, uh, more and more about it. 
the, the negatives, the positives, etc. Trying to put things through. This is a, an, an element of my latest part of my journey. Um, it, it holds um, a lot of relevance because um, I'm understanding myself as an individual. Because you know, it's really important that I want to um, advance and I want to develop myself to be a better person. And I don't mean better. And I know that I'm an advocate saying shut up about being better. You know, you should. But ultimately, I do. <clears throat> And that's very contradictory, but I do want to become an all-rounded person. I like to just be nice, happy, just fucking, let's just get through this fucking life, this shitty life that it can be together. What's the fucking point in, you know, I, I very much when I was younger, I used to be very much about team groups, you know, it was a gang, but it wasn't a gang in the conventional sense that everyone understands it now. We were in a gang. It was, it's a, it's a gang of people, um, but it was fun we all each had each other's backs we all looked after each other we all knocked on the door there was always somebody there you know so um i suppose it's kind of you know you you, you battle these things you take them all on um you know you you want the right people around you and sometimes you, yeah you swing off the you swing off the um off the train tracks and and then and you know that's like i say that was caveated with the podcast um and um basically it's, I'm trying to think of the easiest way to say it about sounding like it's dodgy. Um, you know, uh, basically they charge, they've taken a premium off me, so I can't, I can no longer do the um, the whole premium thing. So I don't get funding for this. So what was I was looking at was basically it's forty pounds a month, and, and you know, without me bleating about money because it's not about money, but it is because ultimately that's what's able to afford me to to do this. But to get to an advertising point, you have to spend the forty pound a month. That gives you premium access, which means that people have to pay for that content. Um, that's where your revenue should come in to, to you know, sort of pass that through. Uh, and then basically, that's where I kind of got to. Um, and I was like, shit, well, if I'm at premium, that's going to pay for my podcast. That will see this through. Because at the moment, it's costing me £40 a month. I've been doing this for, you know, 18, Christ, no, 18 months or whatever it's been. Um, that becomes an expenditure. So that was the kind of kick in the dick for me. And then the only option they're now offering is a patron scheme, which is something like four ninety nine every month, uh, which really puts you into the category where you have to be you have to be succeeding to get to that point. And it's kind of like, right, well, I haven't I've done this 18 months and I haven't succeeded in any capacity, although I have I'm, I'm, I'm helping people and it's helped to me. Um, you know, you, you've got to take a business sense on this and go, well, actually, I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to do more things in life. Currently, I'm spending £40 a month on this. Then it's and nothing's giving back in that sense. And that's uh, it sounds horrible to say that, but that's not what I mean. I don't mean it in a negative sense, but I'm it, you can't keep pumping money. It's not nobody with a decent business brain would say that you keep putting money in. That's £40 a month. I might as well remove that from the podcast and just constantly put £40 every single month into a mental health charity that can do that for me. Although I don't get to do my bit and talk about my story, that would be a more business, that would be more business sense, wouldn't it? So yeah, anyway, um, I got I lost a little track there because I was trying to think of how to explain that. But yeah, it's been a bit tough. So I took that hit and then I suppose that really demotivated me um, and then made me sort of kind of stop and go, OK, well, that means I can't do my podcast because I can't afford it. I'm not getting any revenue in. I don't know how to make money. I've already invested in, you know, four or five hundred pounds already into this podcast, plus gear and equipment and the subscription I pay. Um, and then you sort of go, OK, well, it irrelevant of how much it's helping. There's got to be an element of business in there. 
and that's the the facts of it the, the the facts is i need to get some sort of revenue from it to be able to pay for itself so that it becomes then exactly what i want it to be which is a fun podcast which is helping men to talk um and then obviously i've caveated that with my other little sideline which i was trying to do for my, men my own mental health which was the artwork and again i've invested in you know 450 500 pound on that and that's not nothing has happened since i've not you know I've sold one piece like three months ago and i think that was probably by the sound of things a bit of a charity case um so you know for me that's a thousand pounds invested so it's been a tough couple of weeks and because of that because I know that I'm going to have to, and the crux of it is the reason I'm, I'm talking about this now as a negative, is because I'll have to stop the podcast, which is going to gutted me. Because, you know, all those podcasts are only going to be available now for another two weeks from this podcast. Um, because I'm not going to renew the next month. Because I just can't. I have to look at the sustainability for my family. And I have to look at that. And that's £40 a month. And even if I go down I think the lowest package is 14.99 a month and I go okay well I'm again I'm but that doesn't give me the opportunity to get revenue so it's like I don't know it's a difficult I mean I'm in, I'm in a you know rock in a fucking hard place and then you don't include and that's not including TikTok where I've been you know I've probably put in 250 300 pound into TikTok advertising um you know 40 50 pound into etsy advertising to try and get these so i am i've invested 120 percent into all of my little bits and i'm just i'm getting nothing back in the sense of being able to make it sustainable so it's a really shit fucking sandwich i'm in at the moment so that demotivated me massively um you know i've like i say i've not done artwork for i don't know three six weeks again because i've invested four five hundred pounds i can't afford to invest i've still got 15 pieces that won't sell um you know so it's almost like you think to yourself are they that good or whatever what am i not doing right so i'm in a bit of a conundrum you you know i'm trying to do all these right things to better my mental health and they just it, everything just becomes fucking hard work um, and that's where it is. That's that's the battle, and that's put me into a bit of a low. Um, I've had a couple of ups and I've had a couple of downs. You know, um, I've had some good stuff in the sense I've just returned back from Ireland um, for a work trip, which was absolutely fantastic. Had it was fantastic in the sense that um, I think from a personal perspective, I shared a lot of the, um, the the photos and stuff because for me, it wasn't about the team thing for me. It was about going to Ireland and having the opportunity to experience it a little bit. So I, I did a bit of the touristy bit. So that was fun for me. I got to do some photographs, see the artwork, deal, do you know, do the history bit. I got took on a, a taken on a, a tour um, around all the IRA stuff. So for me, especially with a you know a, you know military background, um, for me it was really really amazing because. I got to see stuff that you know family have been and friends have been involved in in Ireland, and I got to see it up hand. And um, I actually remember showing a memorial um, on the side of a building uh, to one of my friends who was uh, ex services, and um, I showed him. I said, "Oh yeah, I got to see this." And you know, I, I didn't I didn't serve. I wasn't in in those difficult times, those dark times. Um, but he was, and he went, "Oh, the last time I saw that memorial, I was getting petrol bombed," and it was just fucking reality. You just think, "Shit, you know." Um, you know, so yeah, I've had some good days. I've had some bad days. But while I was away, even I even had a I had an absolutely horrendous day actually uh, last Wednesday. Um, I was uh, exhausted from traveling. Um, I'd been overwhelmed with work. My I'd had fucking major uh, like um, 
I don't call it an ADHD attack, but you know, I was because I was in a new environment, new work environment, taking on loads of information from this team, um, as well as flying, the traveling, three hours driving. Um, you know, early, early fucking morning, like, you know, 5.30 in the morning, I was waking up to, to do the travel, to get the flight across. And it was just a really, really painful couple of days. And then obviously the first night, you know, we got there and you get the excitement because you know you're not in work for a day. You've been in work really, but you've been traveling. So you don't really feel that you've been in work. So it feels a bit fucking naughty. It feels a bit like, oh yeah, this is fucking great. We finished at three, you know, three o'clock or we got back onto the, landed at three o'clock to get across to finish up. So we finished in normal time, but you sort of feel a bit naughty. Like, oh, should we go and have a fucking drink? And because it's the first night and we were all a new team, we haven't really socialized at all together. Um, it turned into fucking cocktails and um, it got a bit fucking crazy, which then in turn the next day made me fucking entirely hang hungover. But I hid it 110% because that was my big meeting day. I wasn't like hungover, just tired, you know, just tired. Hold on two seconds. I'm going to have a sip of my gin. I've got gin and I'm, I'm loving a bit, a bit of gin on Sunday. And um, anyway, I just needed to uh, sweeten the palate. Um, yeah, so... Um, where was I? Yeah, so um, yeah, so it was good. And then Tuesday, and then went. So Tuesday night, I um, I, I didn't want to go out. I felt burnt out. I really did, like overwhelmed. My mind had been going fucking batshit crazy. And I remember sitting at my desk, and I was typing an email out because I was working. And my boss was like, "You're not fucking working. You're coming out for a drink and a, and, a, and a, or a meal." And I was like, "Don't want to go." Out. I just didn't want to. I didn't want a people. I didn't want a people. I just couldn't be fucking asked. I basically, I was just like, "No, I'm so really tired." And, um, you know, I, so I started doing an email and then I just fucking broke out into tears. And I just got smashed in the fucking face with the whole, my whole daughter thing. It came out of nowhere. And I was like, fuck me. And I was just sat there, I remember, uh, last Wednesday, just crying. Just like, fuck, you know. And that's when I know I was going into a low. And, and then I sort of focused on work. And I know that because my boss was like, everyone was taking the piss out of me for doing, oh, fucking hell. All right, James, you're a goody two-shoes. And it, it's not. What I do is when I go into this really fucking dark place or I go into this horrible place, I go a bit low and things aren't working out. And I'll be brutally honest, I don't know where to go from here because all of these things I've instilled into my process, into my life, I enjoy, I love, I I can't do because I can't afford to sustain to do those things. And it's really fucking horrible. It's, it's almost like I want to give back. And I don't even want to give back to make massives. I just want to give back to pay for me giving back to people. Um, so it's a very disheartening process. The things that have worked for me so tirelessly over the last 18 months are just fading out. So it's a fucking shit sandwich for me. Um, although it's a shit sandwich for you. I... I I've even written down on my uh, on my phone over the last couple of weeks, knowing that I th that this was going to happen, because I've been mulling it over, and like I said, I've been overperforming at work, and I'm not being big-headed. I have been overperforming, but it, you know, it's it's taken its toll, and I'm exhausted. And then with traveling, and and I've had, like say I enjoyed Ireland, but that was a an overwhelm of senses as well for me because it was like. You know, it was new accents, new places to visit, different food, seeing all the sights. Um, there was just so much going on. So for me, it was a, an overwhelm. That's what upset me on the Wednesday, I think, massively overwhelmed. And then when I'm overwhelmed, I get crash and bombarded, uh, you know, with, with thoughts and negative processes. And then you, then I just feed into work because I go, I'm going to fucking work. And I have. I've, I literally worked um, all l late Friday no relaxed time. I literally remember just falling asleep in my egg chair in the back garden. 
um, just fucking under the stars. And then I woke up, uh, got woken up um, by my missus to say, you come to bed, it was 11 o'clock. I'd just fallen asleep, but it wasn't really relaxing because I was in a fucking uncomfortable position. Went to bed and then Saturday morning I worked in my second job um, that I do at the golf course, which was really fucking good day. Really, honestly, it was a fab day, but it was manually labour get back in the afternoon and by the time you get back it was like four o'clock so you're having your tea and then doing the same sat in the fucking chair wiped out and then sunday i worked again <laughs> so in the morning i didn't do a lot because i wanted to lie in and then i did tesco's and fucking all the jazz i got to do on a sunday and then back into work and i didn't get home till fucking half eight and then my normal time where i'd be sat now just relaxing to music i'm sacrificing this because i want to talk to you because i'm conscious that i haven't explained why i've not been here um, what's going on and stuff like that and it's really important to understand that and like I said I've been going through all that process myself um, you know I've had good times I've had bad times I've had ups I've had downs I'm exhausted I'm I'm not interested in going out in people I'm not interested in even speaking to people because I just it does, it, it's almost like you lose you're losing something that you know it's almost for me at the moment the way to, to describe it is it's like this is what you can have James you can have this you can have aspirations you can start getting promoted you can have all these things and and then you know but you need to pay for it you know and it's almost like so i can't do that and then it's almost like it just gets taken away and i've had that advantage of seeing the positives from what these processes do and how to help people and meeting different people and socializing in different ways and talking and open up different conversations it's endless um so anyway crux of it that's it you know but um but i have been like i said i've been writing stuff down i've been talking about um in fact i'll, I'll try and read them out i'll, I'll read out my little bits because these these are what i do Bas basically what i do is um every now and then i'll just get in my head and i'll think about something or something will happen and and i'll write down a title uh in my notes i've got fucking hundreds honestly if you read this batshit crazy stuff i've got um, I've got uh, titles recovery warrior so I've got a topic to talk about that so I know because I've attached it to a uh, a word in the the spiel that's in my head this is how crazy I, th I bank these it's almost like a fucking story uh, I got um, never give up never give up on your dream uh, and not the fucking Jason Donovan song um, I've got um, this is another one damn women are strong that's going to be amazing this this podcast night has been taken over by Something I was thinking about uh, whilst wa watering my grass, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, and then, damn women are strong. That's a great story. That's another story. Um, another one here. Trust is the hardest thing to gain, but the easiest thing to lose. That's a great topic to talk about. This is another one as well. Everest is easy to climb because you can see it. Your personal Everest on you can see, only you can see, and it's full of hazards. And that's another topic. So... I write these things all the time. Cur um, curveballs are the worst. How do we heal? All these, I, I, I constantly do it. That's how my brain works. And then it's almost like sometimes, like tonight, I was uh, watering the grass <clears throat> and something came to. Um, it, it was almost like um, I think watering my grass, to get to a long story short, is I'm really into my fucking garden at the moment. It's, it's all greens and bushes and fucking stuff like that. And anyway. Um, it made me think that when I was watering the grass, I got to a story and I was like, oh, let's fucking talk about that tonight, actually, because that's that's a really important note. And it, and I wanted to give really some good details on it. So I am invested. It's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a blockade. I can only do what I can do. Um, um, as I've been told, well, you, you know, you can only fuck with the cock you got. 
Um, so there's nothing else. There's no point in crying about it. You know, it's what, it's what you've got. <laughs> so it's a bit of a crude saying, but it's a very true one. And, you know, you can't change it, mate. There's nothing you can do. It's a bit like life. You know, you, you just deal the hand you've got. It's, this is the fucking hand you got, buddy. Cr- crack on with it, mate. You know, you, you're all in or... Um, you know, you, are you folding? What's the fucking choice? Um, as you can tell, I've been playing a bit of game poker. Not not for, for any money at all. Just free. It's like a game. But, um, but yeah, anyway, so I was walking I was walking the grass. And, and um, anyway, and yeah, and, and to talk as well, the only person I spoke to about that is, is Nelly. He asked about it. He said, oh, you've not made a podcast. A podcast. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's good, mate. Uh, and then explained a, a little way. But I just haven't had the courage to jump on and talk, really. Um, and, I, you know, going through some other things, like I said, uh, before I get into the water and the grass thing, even today, um, you know, I was, I was driving in the car and, and, and next to my missus. And, and I'm, I'm a very open person. I, I really am. Um, and we were chatting away and she was, I was like, oh, well, do you know, I'm a bit, fu-. and I sent it out of the blue. And I think it's because I was still reflecting heavily on uh, the, the week in Ireland. And I'm, was reflecting in the morning when it was quiet she was driving just had a bit of music on just nice and relaxed and i was reflecting because it was a quiet time and then um i was like all of a sudden popped in my head about um, how sad i was on wednesday and i was like oh um i must say something to um my missus to say um you know what the fuck's going on why have we not heard anything yet so anyway i i, I said oh actually so um have you heard anything from the police? I'm getting a bit fucked off about this. You know, it's been... And I just looked at the thing and I was like, it's fucking May. This happened in fucking November. What the fuck? We should have... There should be somebody doing something. Anyway, she was like, oh, um, I haven't told you because I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want it to stress you out. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, She said, yeah, she, they rang up last Wednesday, which was the day I was upset. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And she said, um, yeah, basically, um, they've interviewed some other people, um, which has led to interviewing another couple of people. So, you know, it's still it's still ongoing. And I was like, oh, OK. And she said, I just didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to upset you. And, and, and you know, I didn't know how your mental health was. And uh, I told her and I said, oh, yeah, about fucking. I said, well, Wednesday, I was really sad about it. She said, just came out the blue and hit me. And she said, um, yeah, that you know, it happens to me every now and then. But, you know, my, my daughter is doing really well. She's been, honestly, she's doing so well. Um, she's really, really sort of seen her come on leaps and bounds, started her apprenticeship and all that jazz. So um, really good place for her, um, which is fantastic to hear. Um, and anyway, she, she said, she said, oh, what were you upset about? I said, well, I said, it sort of feels a bit, and you know, it's almost like if I don't get the result from the police, I don't know what I'm going to do as an individual, as a dad that this has happened to. And that is quite, if, if you're any man out there listening, you'll know what I mean by that severity. And I looked at her and I went, you know, um, she just, well, she turned to me and said, you, you, you're too pretty for that. And I was like, oh, I said, but that's, that's the path I'm going down. And, and I'm worried that it's going to take someone to fucking like, you know, flick my switch um, at the wrong time for me to fucking explode. And she was like, right, you need to keep that under control. I was like, yeah, but I don't want to waste this time um you know i don't want to waste this time worrying when i might need that therapy or something later on down the line because again i don't get the decision that i want so i said i'll need therapy then to stop me from fucking doing stupid shit so um you know so anyway we got a bit deep (laughs) but but that was just the crux of it you know and then and she said that on friday and she was like well you know sort of kind of as long as you're okay i said well you know i'm surviving I'm, i'm doing okay but um yeah, good times, bad times. You know, it's one of those things. And that's life, though, isn't it? And it's been bolstered as well with, you know, really nice weather. So I've had, like, today's been spectacular, really fucking sunny. I've been in a good mood. So, 
And, um, you know, that that's what I take. I, you know, got to take the rough with the smooth, I think. And um, it just sometimes that fucking wipes you out. You know, and that's the reality of it, you know. And then you get kick in the dick knowing that, you know, now you're going to lose these things that, um, you know, that help you to to to, to be a better person or, and develop yourself and understand yourself. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just go, fuck, you know, I don't know what to do. Um, but anyway, I digress. I digress. So, uh, and that, yeah, anyway, water in the grass. What the fuck am I talking about? Let me take a sip of my drink. Fly. That, that fucking gin's beautiful. I'm sorry, but it's so pink gin with a little bit of lemonade. Some, oh, it's just a delight. Um, I was watering the grass, and um, and we it's it, it, again it stemmed from today. Um, we were out this morning, and I needed to get some grass seed because um, I'd cut my grass, and I'm, I'm not going into gardeners. This isn't fucking gardeners' world. So don't worry. There's a whole fucking mental health point to this. And um, so bear with, bear with. And uh, yeah, I was cutting the grass. And um, I, I scarred the top because for some reason, when I put it in my shed, the, the wheels are on three levels. You, you, you know, pull it out and, and go up the tiers and to different lengths. And I always have it on the highest one. I just want to trim the top regular. You know, it just keeps it nice and neat. And I am a bit of a grass fiend, but there'll be, there'll be a fucking t a reason why in a minute. So um, anyway, I scarred the top, so I was like, need to get some more grass seeds. So I went into fucking uh, Home Bargains, cheapest fucking chips, you know, 12 quid, I got fucking everything. I got bone meal and fish, fucking bits and bobs, you know, for chucking whatever that fit, bone meal, dust and shit. And um, I got some grass seed, I got some patch repair, and I got some extra additional feed for it. I was, I was all in. And I was like, I'm going to fix this fucking path. Oh, that was it. I got compost. And I was like, so I started uh, re-layering re the top again. Just a little bit. I do it every couple of fucking three weeks. There is a story. Bear with, bear with. And uh, and anyway, so um, I scarred the top. And then this evening I was, um, you know, I, I was I, we were coming home, sorry. And uh, she said, why have you got all that stuff again? She said, I said, well, just, I want it to look healthy, you know, and everything else. And she sort of said, yeah, no, but... But why? And I said, well, because, you know, that basically what had happened was, it was about two years ago, my dad, um, I, I, my, my garden was a fucking shithole, and I'd, I, and I'd redone everything, put decking down, started building all the frames, and I just couldn't afford the grass. And the, the soil had been basically killed by the dog shitting and pissing. I've got a German Shepherd and two shizus. So they were just shitting and pissing everywhere. And, the, and I mean, the garden's only fucking, like, I don't know, fucking 10 metres squared at best. Um so it's a modern house, so you've got literally no fucking footprint in the back garden at all. But there was this bit of grass, and I just made it all nice. I'd done a decking walkway all the way around. Shed was perfect. I'd landscaped the garden myself, and um, it was just finishing off. It just needed the the sand and a, and and some fucking crack on with the grass. So my dad said, um, "I'll buy the grass for you, son." I said, "What?" He said, "Well, I need to get some grass anyway." Um, so what I'll do is I'll get an extra few rolls and, um, you know, and I'll pick them up for you. And do you know what? That was like, at the time, that was amazing because my grass was a fucking absolute state. It just, and I was, I, I've never really been into the garden at all. I don't know, You, I think you get to a certain age as a man where all of a sudden the garden becomes tranquil. And I understand now that the garden for me is a place where nobody wants to sit because it's relatively cold and I'm very, very, very warm-blooded. And with my antidepressants, my body temperatures... Um, higher than normal anyway um but it's not it's not like life-threatening in that sort of sense I've, I, I, it's just i i'm a lot warmer and i get i sweat a lot easier because of the medication i'm on antidepressants so anyway so um i i sort of for me it's a tranquil place i love it i, I have music on my in my bar 
I sit on the egg chair and, I, and nobody comes out and bothers me because it's cold, mosquitoes, bugs, fucking daddy long legs, all this jazz. And it's quiet where I live. So for me, it's fucking perfect. I love it. It's like no one bothers me. So um, I think that's what I quite like. And then the garden just becomes like a... I, it's become a little place where I can have, I can design in stuff in my head and it's relatively cheap and it's just about nurturing plants. So anyway, my dad got me this grass and I was like, fucking legend, thank you. And I laid this grass. Anyway, I didn't do it properly because I didn't really understand grass at the time. And, um, but what I'd done is basically like killed a little bit of it and, you know, to a, to a degree it was there, but it was brown. And then I just kept overfeeding it, seeding it, seeding it, seeding it, seeding it. And last year was... Um, relatively a bit of a shit year and um, because basically I didn't realise that the soil had lost all its nutrients because I it, obviously the dogs had pissed and shit on it for years and I didn't put the nutrients back in anyway digress keep going James keep going and um, yeah so I've been overseeding all the time and then last year was relatively nice this year is fucking perfect and I literally mean my grass is perfect because I've I've re-sanded it I've put topsoil on it I've fucking chicken shitted it every fucking week for the last couple of months I've Epsom salted it I've researched exactly how to get your grass perfect I've blocked the dogs off and nobody walks on the grass even if you're putting clothes on the clothesline you don't step on my grass it's literally it's a fucking showpiece and everyone's like, why are you like that? He said, you know, and it's almost like the the old, um, if any of you knows um, Only Fools and Horses, you'll know about the uh, the, the, this, the broom and the handle. Uh, and it's the broom I've had for the last 20 fucking years. You know, I've had a new broom, new, new head and a new handle so many times. So anyway, I was, um, I've been I've been grassing. And my missus said, but you keep buying it. But I was like, yeah, because, you know, she said, but for all you've spent on it, you could have bought new grass. And I was like, you haven't got the point here. The, the the very foundation of that grass, the very core, the initial roots, the bed of that grass was given to me by f my father. So for me, I, I nurture that. Whether I've got to keep like adding seeds and feed to keep it to grow, to me it represents, it's the closest thing I've got that's that's living that I, and not, he's still living, by the way, he's not passed away, but you'll get contests it's the closest thing i've got to a resemblance and i find that really therapeutic in me because i get to nurture this grass that was given to me it was a gift by my dad so because it was a gift from him um i, t I take it with absolute passion like it's a gift i want to keep this alive i want to make sure that the very relevant of how many seeds i had and how many fucking feed i had the foundation the bed what it's grown on is is what the gift is so i get that i get that mentality process out of it so um you know for me that's a really rewarding fact and it was given to me by my dad and and that's as i was watering the grass and this is what this is the full circle um as i was watering the grass um it made me think it was like you know why am i like this with my dad and it's very much I am very protective of my father, very, very protective. I don't know why. Um, I, I, I suppose I've, um, I've got a really good connection with him. We've battled for fucking years. I mean, full on, full on fights. Uh, you know, we, we've massively, um, well, I don't know. It's, it, it was tough for me and him, really, really was tough. Um, and, and that's why I've spoke to you in previous podcasts about dads and how hard it is, especially as, you know, if you're very similar. And we are very similar. Um, I'm just a lot bigger <laughs> than he ever was. Uh, and, and unfortunately, you know, we got to the point, we can laugh about it now, but we have scars from each other, you know, and that's not a negative thing. I don't, I never, ever, ever look at that as a negative. He was trying to 
um, he was trying to calm the beast, as he, as I say. Um, I, I now know that for me, and, and probably to give him some sort of, um, you know, uh, sort of an understanding, I, I, I would have... I would have been diagnosed at then at that time with ADHD, so for me that's a diagnosis would have probably supported my family, which is the support you kind of get now. Although we're fucking miles from anywhere being decent, there is an element of support. But in in the eighties when I was born, you didn't have an element of support. So even in the early nineties, you know, we are talking a long time ago. I'm an old fuddy duddy, Um, but even in them times. It was completely different. You know, we didn't have mobile phones. You couldn't track where we were. You, you know, we did what the fuck we like. We used to, I used to go out at six in the morning and come back at fucking six at night, have tea, go back out at quarter past six, and I'll be back home at ten. I was never in the fucking house. They never knew what the fuck I was doing, where I was going, what I was... They just believed that we were going to be safe and okay. That's the reality of the 80s. But at the same time, you try and control what we now know is we struggle. I mean, the struggles that people have with people with children with ADHD now, and it's all over the media and the news and everything, and schools are saying it's horrendous. This isn't a new thing. (laughs) This has been around for years, you know, and there's people like me that, that, you know, that have endured that from a young age now knowing like why I don't like school and but you if you stick me in front of a topic I really enjoy I will learn it to my best ability hence the reason why I'm absolutely fi- fixated on and good at what I do because I've I'd only do what I want to enjoy to do I don't do the other things because I don't enjoy doing them and I'll be shit at them so for me if I want to make grass and, and cut my grass and have my grass perfect, it will be perfect because I want to do it. That's why the garden's like that. That's why my house is designed from A to B, top floor to bottom floor, exactly as I envision it because that's what makes me happy. That's what makes me tick. I, that, that's how I see. But you stick me in front of something that I don't want to do, like maths, like fucking science, and that I'm not really, well, science I was interested in just never found the way to teach me but you stick me in front of front of maths and and drama and all the other things i wasn't interested so you know hold on so for me it's kind of like that hasn't gone away there's nothing different there nothing's changed over this time but you you look back and my dad had to put up with that he had me full of fucking like full of fucking testosterone angry raging teenager fucking going you know i'm going batshit crazy went off the fucking rails so i don't hold it against him but it made me realize that and i say that to my missus all the time you know i say that you know even to the kids they don't go on the grass and they and, and they know if you went up to any of my kids and said why can't you step on the grass it's because it's the, the grass that his dad gave him and that's how i feel and the reason i feel like that is because I, and the the title of this podcast is we all need a hero and for me i don't know you know it, it, i don't know if you ever look at it's mainly men that are that are interested in um action heroes you know that it's mainly men that associate and i'm not saying i'm certainly not categorizing don't go don't 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 take this too deep all right you know don't deep it just fucking listen to me i'm saying most men over time have been the ones that are, are targeted for your style i mean my days it was um he-man and um fucking hell it's the other one uh 
God, there's fucking so many. Um, but mate, we'll look at He-Man and you had also Ram Man and all that fucking jazz. We had all these, you had Star Wars, you had all sorts of fucking figurines and they were all, all the adverts were aimed at men, boys. Because it's always boys, men that are associated with action heroes. Um, yeah, okay, we, we've we we've moved across a little bit now, uh, quite a lot. But you look at my age again, we're thinking 80s, 90s. Um, but even now, you know, you associate men, a lot more men with comics um and you know yes we do see a very diverse group but it is predominantly a male dominated area and that's because we all need a hero we all need somebody and that's where <clears throat> the importance it, you know you don't have to categorize heroes too much um but you you know we all look up to our dads really we all do we all you know and, and irrelevant of what they've done you know we all do look up to our dads to a degree unless they've been complete enough fucking wankers but I've been very fortunate. Yes, I've had rocky times with my dad, but you know we've come through, and and you know that that to me is worth its weight in gold. And I look at my grass and foundation as as him, an extension to him, so that I can nurture that grass, look after it, almost like I like to look after him and protect him. And the addition, when I say like you know um, nurturing and feeding, it's almost like also I like to look after the rest of the family. I look to look after my brother and my mum, and I do look at, I like to look after my sister. You know, so for me that's an extension, and, and it's almost like a, I don't know. I, maybe I'm overthinking it. Probably am, but that's the emotional attachment I have, which I don't know. That makes me happy. Irrelevant of it, you know, that's what makes me tick. Was is is doing things. It's like why I get tattoos because tattoos resemble a part of my life. Everyone has a story, um, because I get to hold on to that. That's 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 the purpose I think of how I process things. Um, but yeah, we all need and and it doesn't even have to. I mean, we don't have to go too far into it and and think about you know um, hero as such. But we all need that person. We all need that, you know, whether it's your mate, you know, whether it's your best buddy, whether it's your buddy from years, whatever, your, your dad, your, I don't know, whatever, your brother, maybe your uncle if you're from some dodgy part of the world. I <laughs> don't know. But you, we all need that someone to look up to. We all need someone that. Otherwise, I think men get a little bit lost. You know, it's okay, you know, having partners and stuff, but they never fully understand. Like, I, I really do... Um, you, I really do understand my friends really, really well, and and that's because I'm very invested in in them. I understand my dad, I understand my brother. You know, I have, I have a real sort of connection, and I think it's that team ethos. And that's like I said to you at the start. You know, it's that, that gang mentality. It's all that like look after each other, and we do. And and it's it's what makes us tick as men. It's having that ability to sort of have the right people around you that are invested that and I, and I say this so many times they're invested in you and your process and wanting you to succeed they're they're so important so important and I've done like I said I've done a hell of a lot of reflecting the last couple of weeks it's been a bit like I say it's been some dark times it's been some ups and downs um, and I, but at the same time I know that there's other people going through I've got a very close friend of mine another sorry another good friend of mine that's that's recently been through something that hasn't been publicly announced um you know for me but i think about that i think about what he's going through and we all go through these tough times there is an element of age and i do see um how these generational things go i i, I see it now it's almost like i'm at the age where i can step back a little bit and i have done that recently recently i've stepped back a little bit at life and just gone 
you know, you can see the 18 to, you know, 24 where people are just, you know, f- fighting and fucking. And then you've got your 24, you know, to sort of 34 where you're starting to get a little bit serious. And then you've got your, you know, sort of 34 to 44 where, you know, you're kind of like stressed out to fuck. You know, you kind of, that's the 10 years where we get massive suicides. We get massive, massive suicides because that's our that's our precious years that's our years where we need to succeed that's where we've normally got kids and we have to support families and that's normally the real tough times and then when you start getting to your 44 pluses you start you know you, it's almost like 44 54 you're kind of like starting to get see a bit more of life and enjoy life a little bit more you're having a bit more disposable income because your kids are a little bit older and then you've got your 54 to 64 category plus or not even 54 54 onwards where you just go life's good i've got hopefully a good job i'm in a fairly good position money's all mine kids are fucked off i can enjoy life you know or whatever that but you do excuse me it's that gin 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 o'clock boys and you do kind of step your back. You kind of get to a certain phase in life where you, you sort of step back and go, it's right. The fucking writing's on the wall, mate. You know, you've heard it for years, and then you just fucking bullshit it. And then all of a sudden, you step back and go, no, that's what it is. Um, and it's how we deal with those years. And and I'm in that position at the moment where I'm struggling. I really am. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. You know, we're trying to do these things that are happy, make us memories, do everything we can. And we're getting royally fucking shafted in the fucking arse, right up the poop chute every fucking day. And we do get that, you know. It's, it's like I said, you know, trying to earn extra money, trying to find another job. I've got my friends as well. I mean, I'm in Christ alive. I've got a big story here today, you know. My brother, he's fucking absolute fucking beard legend. You know, he's got a beard and it's a beautiful grand beard. Um, he's had it for fucking years uh, since he left the, he left the military. And anyway, he's, he's looking at earning, basically, I started, you know, as you know, I started a second job with my friend Kieran, and um, we've been doing the golf course stuff, and it's been uh, it's been able to provide us with a little bit of extra disposable income just to help us get through these tough couple of years, you know, or tough year while the fucking, well, Rishi Sunak tries to fucking stop fucking us up the arse as well. So it gives us that ability, you know? So, and, and anyway, my brother, um, he's, you know, and I will say, if you've got a good beard, you'll know how attached you are to the beard. So that gives a bit of gravitas to um, this story and how important it is. But he's seen what we were doing and he's like, I, I, do you know what? I need to get a slice of that pie. So as being ex-military, he's gone back into the TA as a reservist to do his days and give himself an extra bit of money. The one downside was he had to shave his beard. Now, fucking hell. He shaved his beard today, sent me a fucking video, and Jesus fucking Christ. First, I mean, he looked like a fucking, he looked like he was from Nirvana. He's got long top hair and no beard. He looked like, honestly, he looked like fucking Kurt Cobain. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was sort of sat there. He looked so fucking young as well, like chopped years off of him. Um, and then he's, he laughed about his fucking double chins that he's been hiding for the last 10 years. Them being on fucking, they're, they're on full glow. Um, you know, they're fucking, they're pushing out, mate. I don't know if it's a fucking AD. I don't know. If, is it a rubber ring? <laughs> I'm joking. Banter. Banter! Um, but yeah, you know, so um, he shaved his beard off. That's dedication. And he's like, I want to get a slice of that pie. I want to get rid of, I, I want to just plow into life when I've still got the fucking ability to do it so I can enjoy life earlier. And that's it, you know, and he's doing, he's doing what he needs to do. 
Um, but yeah, it, the commitment was. I, I, and the funny thing was him shaving his beard off, and that's committed. And he said, I was only going to do it if I shaved my beard off. If I'd have just kept my beard off on for another couple of days, I would never have done what I needed to do. I'd have just sacked it off and just gone, fuck it, it'll be okay. And it is like that. You know, I think as men, we bury our fucking head in the sand. It'll be all right. Yeah, it's tomorrow, James's problem. Well, fucking hell, mate. When it's, you keep saying this every day, James, you've got to fucking deal with James. So uh, he shaved his beard off for the commitment, and that's it. And you know if you've got a beard and you, you, you're passionate about your beard... Um, as I am, and as as uh, you know, a lot of good men out there with good beards um, will say uh, that that's a commitment. Because fucking hell, it's I bet it was. Uh, I mean, I probably would have cried. I mean, he, obviously, I've got a plethora of pictures um, in different styles. Um, I'm not sure if he squeezed the old Adolf Hitler in there. Actually, I don't think he did. I think he went full Mexican. Um, <laughs> you've always got to do one of the hot, one of the one of the Adolfs when you're shaving your your fucking mustache. You've got to get a Hitler in there. Um, that's the only time I'll say that. Fucking hell. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's so yeah, I've had a bit of a roller coaster of a motherfucker. Um, and but it's good because I'm in a in a sense, like I said, you know, I, I was sat watering my grass, it's what makes me happy. I'm still trying to do these things that make me happy. And at the moment, it's, it's I look at it as a little stumbling block, I, I really do. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I'll, I'll try and research it a little bit more, but you'll obviously have access to, um, like I say, we'll keep this short and sweet. I, I hopefully come back because I, I, I do want to come back, I just need to work out how. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get to a point where I, where I can come back and um, you'll only have two weeks to access the um, the, the, the all the episodes and then they go into a they go into a hold until I resubscribe. Um, so yeah, um, please. Um, hopefully I'll be back and sorry that it's it's a little bit like this at the moment, but it's just if I'm working tirelessly, you know, sometimes and I don't mean I've, I've just got to be a little bit selfish because I've got to for me that's you know it's, it's almost sixty seventy pound a month. Um, putting out at the moment um, you know for advertising and things like that and it's kind of like okay well maybe it's not the right time just yet but we'll you know we'll see where it goes um, your support's been impeccable um, and I really 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 do appreciate everybody that's listened to me shared commented um, cascaded out there really all your help's been absolutely incredible um, and I hope I've helped some people out there honestly I really do it, it, it really has helped me um, it's certainly made me um get it's got me through a lot of dark times and it's put in some really good coping mechanisms for me um and like i said i've found uh, happiness in a lot of things um and you know for me it's given me that ability um i would have liked to have keep kept giving back because um it's it's a fun thing i, I if anything it's built up my confidence no end talking on 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 radio uh, to the point where i've started doing it in work on videos and all sorts so um i don't know we'll, we'll wait and see but um please keep an eye out don't um unsubscribe um hopefully i will be back at some point so uh, just look out for the first ping from the gentleman's talk and the dulcet tones of james dean little john uh and i will be back so and like i said i'm going to keep plodding through with these um ideas and see what comes up i'll keep writing them down because i know that every title is linked to something in my brain and i've got a fucking amazing memory so um for me i know when i look at a title exactly what i was going to talk about so uh don't worry i'll be back i'll be back <laughs> anyway take care of yourself look after yourself keep positive keep happy 
please, 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 and I really do hope, and go back and listen to some of the, um, some of the other podcasts if you want to see just how far this has come, how far I've come as a person, and maybe get some tips and tricks on some previous podcasts, because like I say, there's 200 in, so um, there's plenty of, plenty of information there for you. And uh, what I will be doing is moving my was previous, uh, premium content um, over to this one as a series, um, just so that it's locked in for a couple of weeks, so you get to listen to that anyway for free. I'll just do it as a series, an ADHD series is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to work out how to do that tomorrow when I get a bit of time. Um, so thanks again for listening to me. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to speaking to you all soon. Take care.